Hey folks, it's Alex. This is episode number 43 of Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. So from now until episode 50, you know, that big milestone 50, I'm running our biggest ever membership drive. Also, great news like right away, because we already hit our first membership drive goal. We are only two weeks into this drive and we're already knocking down goals. That's amazing. Because we hit that first goal, every backer now gets community posts about all the fun stuff you're doing and gets more power to pick topics for the shows and can get a personalized video message from me on top of all the existing benefits of backing the show. You can go to sifpod.fun for full details on all of that. Also, you can go to sifpod.fun if you want to back the podcast, because you'll get a huge pile of bonus shows right away. You'll get even more stuff as we hit even more membership drive goals. And you'll be someone who makes this entire podcast possible. I am thrilled our first goal is knocked out. The next goal is digital art, a special poster commemorating all 50 first episodes. Details on that poster and how you can join the membership drive are at sifpod.fun. And in the meantime, enjoy this new episode. Mirrors, known for being reflective. Famous for being breakable. Nobody thinks much about them, so let's have some fun. Let's find out why mirrors are secretly incredibly fascinating. Folks, welcome to a whole new podcast episode, a podcast all about why being alive is more interesting than people think it is. My name is Alex Schmidt, and I'm not alone. Two new guests on the show today. I am so excited to be joined by Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby. And Hallie and Allison are making a wonderful new podcast. It is called Ruined. The idea of the show is if you cannot handle horror movies, and I cannot really handle most horror movies, they share what happens in the movie with you so you don't need to see it. And they do it in a very funny way. There's great segmenting to make it work the absolute best it can. I think it's an awesome podcast, and I think you should check it out. And Hallie and Allison are also just very funny. Hallie Kiefer has been a writer for Vulture, MTV, Vox, True TV, to name a few. And then Allison Leiby is a stand-up comedian. She's also a writer for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's also written for The President Show and for The Opposition with Jordan Klepper and for many, many other funny shows. I'm so glad Hallie and Allison took the time to do this. Also, I've gathered all of our zip codes and used internet resources like native-land.ca, to acknowledge that I recorded this on the traditional land of the Catawba, Eno, and Shikori peoples. Acknowledge Hallie recorded this on the traditional land of the Gabrielino Wartongva and Keech and Chumash peoples. Acknowledge Allison recorded this on the traditional land of the Canarsi and Lenape peoples. And acknowledge that in all of our locations, native people are very much still here. That feels worth doing on each episode. And today's episode is about mirrors. And thank you to Luke Andrew for that great suggestion. It's one of the poll winners for the month of May on the Patreon. Mirrors are so universal, right? I'll bet you can look at one right now, whether you're driving or you're in your home or you're walking past the right business, you know, barbershop, clothing store, I don't know what. They are all around us. We rarely think about them. So 
please sit back or chant Bloody Mary into a mirror if you want to get freaky. Either way, here's this episode of Secretly Incredibly Fascinating with Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby. I'll be back after we wrap up. Talk to you then. Hallie, Allison, thank you so much for being here. And of course, I always start by asking guests their relationship to the topic or opinion of it. Either of you can start, but uh, but how do you feel about mirrors? Go ahead. I mean, I'm sure you have oh, much. Uh, uh, well, you know, you know, I, I know you have so many strong mirror opinions. <laughs> I guess I, I feel like, um, you know, I, I'm trying to think about my personal opinion of mirrors. I feel like personally I'm neutral on it. I feel... Yeah fine about it i do think there's a odd phenomenon i haven't moved to los angeles last year where um everyone there's like a the in the bedroom on the closet there's a mirrored door which i find peculiar yeah. uh which i don't think i didn't notice as much when i lived in new york so i do that's find that's an la thing yeah i feel like a misplaced mirror is is awful but i will say <laughs> you know i'm thinking about it as, as someone who loves horror movies i was sort of thinking about the horror of the mirror um you know in movies like Candyman or um you know oculus and i do love the mirror as like a source of horror because there is something bizarre and surreal about seeing yourself and and being able to analyze your face and also the concept which i forgot about i literally googled mirrors just to see if i was anything i forget about them (laughs) but i was like what what about mirror? what are they your Google history is like so weird. They're like, uh, would you also like to Google steps? Um, I mean, pretty, I'm, listen, that's the next episode. But about how like mirrors, you're seeing the um, you're seeing the reverse of your face. Like what you're mm-hmm. seeing is the opposite of what people mm-hmm. see when they look at you, which is also a very bizarre concept. So I guess I have complicated feelings on mirrors. <laughs> Allison, what do you feel about them? I mean, similarly, uh, I think I'm like neutral on the idea of mirrors existing. You know, I don't like, I'm like, great. Like we need, I just don't think I look it at myself very often. Like, I don't know. I have mirrors in my home and you pass reflective surfaces like when you're out in the world, but like zoom as which we are on now, like (laughs) I've just like, I have like a newfound hatred for just staring at my face that like now, like it, it just looks so bad on zoom. Like just techno, like it just is never going to look good that like now when I see myself in a mirror, I'm like, Oh, okay. You're okay. You're fine. (laughs) That wasn't real. (laughs) This is real. This is like some kind of awful permutation of like what my face looks like. And then in a mirror, I'm like, okay, that's the face I know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Really? I never thought of mirrors as an upgrade over the zoom self view. That's fantastic. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, they're way better. I'll happily, pre-pandemic, I would have been like, ugh, standing in the mirror, like looking at myself. And now I'm like, I would kill to see a mirror and not a screen. <laughs> yeah. And then also, Haley, what you're saying about horror movies, uh, you two make a great podcast called Ruined, all about horror movies. And and uh, I I can't watch them, so I really enjoy experiencing them that way. Great. They're, they're too much for me. Understood. But I, this, this topic was a patron pick. And then also with you two coming up, I was like, oh, people who think about horror movies, the perfect people for this. Because yes, they're, they're just such a trope of... Maybe it's because they're fun for directors. Like directors are like, I, c- I can storyboard the the heck out of this mirror. Very exciting. Like, maybe that's why. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I also think uh, we've talked about this on the pod where um, I feel like doppelgangers are like an endless source uh-huh. of um, uh, horror fodder. And there's something about the idea of like yourself in the mirror. What is the self in the mirror? Another you 
that yeah. is very scary. But there's also something scary about the idea of like, if we didn't have mirrors, you'd be able to see everyone else's face, but not your own, which also seems wrong. Yeah, I don't want to live in that world. So it's like, that's horrifying. It's like, you could see everyone's face, but to your but you own face would be a mystery. I don't oh. know. There's Oh, God. <laughs> so that's I'm glad bizarre... they exist in that way. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to. I also do like, <laughs> m- like specifically bathroom mirrors provide like one of my favorite like movie uh, gags or something. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody is like washing their face and they like go down to like splash water and then they like look back up and there's somebody behind them in Absolutely. the mirror, which is like so great. Yeah. That's such a great device. <laughs> yeah, we it's really fun. We saw the trailer for The Nun before another movie. Mm. I forget if it was a mirror or just a turning the corner, but they did that thing of like someone glances at their watch or whatever and then when you look back up there's ultimate nightmares immediately yes Yes. (laughs) either something being there or something no longer being there which is also like a scary like where is like oh yeah yeah. i want keeping eyes on things is pretty important (laughs) (laughs) and that a, a little later we'll talk about some history of mirrors i i like that we're already thinking about like if you didn't have mirror access it would be it would be weird to not know what you look like in general. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like, I'm I'm sure you've done an episode on this, but it's sort of like how you don't think about it, but then it's like, oh yeah, for a lot of human history, like there was music, but it was just whoever was in your town making music. (laughs) And then like at a certain point, you are then able to access recordings of like all sorts of different music by like professional musicians. You just been like, what the hell? Like what I was looking at, and I guess it's sort of similar to like, before yeah. you had access to mirrors, you're just like, I guess when there's a puddle, you can look at it. But like, that's a fleeting. Yeah. Uh, you like know, a, you don't have that every day. You know? Like a metal tray. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you can see like yourself, that a, but you're, that a large like elaborate the... turkey dinner would be on um, for a king. <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't get to eat it. You're presenting it. And right, then in the, in the glimmering silver, you see yourself you see and you're yourself. like, ah, <laughs> I am today me. I am a king. Yeah, <laughs> that's what history was like right yeah that's history yeah, yeah. that seems pretty accurate <laughs> i like that it's like the joke on the popsicle stick when you're done like once we eat this whole turkey we'll know what we look like pretty great <laughs> yes, wow. exactly. uh, yeah, real bonus. yeah. <laughs> well we got a bunch of stuff about mirrors here and on every episode our first fascinating thing about a topic is a quick set of fascinating numbers and statistics and this Ooh. week that's in a segment called Stats be in the corner, stats be in the spotlight, I'm using long division. <laughs> Gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, that, that name was submitted by Dustin Decker. We have a new name for it every week. Please make them as silly and wacky and bad as possible. Submit to SIFPod on Twitter or to SIFPod at gmail.com. Because uh, now we have some stats and numbers about, about the world of mirrors. And the first number here is 8,200 years old. Wow. Okay. 8,200 years old. And that's the age of the oldest man-made mirrors that we know about. Wow. They 8, weren't great, 000. but they were an attempt. And they're from around 6,200 BC. I, like, can't wrap my head around what civilizations were around then. Like, I like <laughs> what, port, what part yeah. of history is... I'm like, it's not ancient Greece, right? Like, what's... Like, or, you know, that's obviously just like a very specific Western thing to uh, point to. But like, oh, who, sure. yeah. who was, what, were there countries yet? No. 
I think there were a lot of civilizations popping off, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think I mean, there just, were people. Yeah, I, I was just thinking recently, like, I took a class in high school called Western Civ- Civilization. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it would have been nice to learn about all the other civilizations, right. you know, in China <laughs> or, or, or wherever that where yeah. people were, you know, you already had fireworks. You had a lot of stuff going on at a certain point. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I guess that's a good question. Like, where were we? What other, what other technologies like, what were else, we having? Yeah, I was going to say, like, what else existed when the mirror was invented? Yeah, because that like, seems what else? like that's one of the first things we would have developed was a mirror. Like, yeah, anytime we're we like, could make something, we would make a mirror. Narcissistic. Listen. You know, as I say, narcissistic. Right. Narcissus, obviously, like, yes. natu- natural mirroring in water. Um, so right. we are we are doomed uh, uh, to constantly be obsessed with our own reflections. Yeah, and that's it is that thing where we always had bodies of water, and yeah. then this time is around when the first sort of actual civilizations start up, and those those mirrors from six thousand two hundred BC are in what's now modern Turkey, okay. but they were just pieces of right. obsidian that they polished a bunch until you can kind of see a reflection in it. Wow. See, that's Even though cool that's pretty dark, you know. That, yeah. that, I mean, like, yes. I want that kind of mirror. Yeah, I want a giant obsidian <laughs> disc. Hell like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds awesome. I want that in my house. <laughs> really, if you put the right frame on it and upcycle it, you know, yeah. that's oh, that's yeah. big bucks. Yeah. That's all I see on TikTok now is people doing that with, like, end tables and yes. stuff. You know, like, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Mirrors go retro. And then, uh, and some other mirrors shortly after this time, the ancient Egyptians made mirrors out of polished copper. And there were also inventors in ancient China who developed mirrors made from polished jade. So, so the early mirrors are all like, what metals and rocks do we have right. that we can just elbow grease into being reflective? Wow. That's so glass didn't exist yet, probably? Yeah, how old is glass? That's a I, good question. How old is glass? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm dying yeah, to it know. Was... How old is glass? Hallie, Alex, Google it. <laughs> okay. Or unless you know, Alex, I didn't want to... <laughs> No, I don't. I don't have a number or anything, but it, it was definitely not the thing that was easy to make or the thing people were using for mirrors. Yeah. Now again, this is the first thing that comes up on Google, so take that as you will. Um, so they say it's about it's about five thousand years ago, but I think right. you know yeah. to the point of using what you have is I. I mean, this might not be like the kind of glass you could use to make a mirror. Like I, right. Really, uh, right. You got glass for you know storage or something, but it might yeah. not be like that transparent, perfect yeah. glass we have now. Yeah. You know, so it makes sense. Yeah. Like, I got a rock. I'm, I need to see myself. I'm going to have yeah. somebody like polish it a yes. million times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I guess mirrors are older than glass. Mirrors are older than glass. That's a fun little right. cocktail party fact to spew out at people when we're still learning how to talk to humans again. I know. I can't wait. My first my first cocktail party out. I'm going to be telling that. You'd be like, so I was Googling mirrors, but then I asked, how old is glass? <laughs> Everyone shut up. Everybody shut up. Mirrors are older than glass. <laughs> That's gonna be me. I burst into my first party. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Who is that?" <laughs> right, you weren't in invited. You don't know these people. You just came and went. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like that candy man. I'm gonna come in through the uh, the bathroom mirror. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna kick mirror. it out from the back. <laughs> crawl in. <laughs> Well, also the the source for this ancient stuff, it's an article from Smithsonian. They they do mention in it that the Greeks and then the Romans had some version of glass mirrors, but apparently they were very tiny. And 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 like you're saying, Hallie, there's like a range of glass quality. I'm I'm thinking at times I've yeah. been to like colonial Williamsburg pioneer type stuff mm-hmm. where there's weird glass containers and you can't see through them. You know, there's yeah. like there's a lot of yeah. that kind of glass early on, I'm sure. 
Because glass is hard. I don't know. I don't know how to yeah, do it. Glass, glass yeah. is hard. No, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, you I, have to I like light sand on to... fire or something. Right? Yeah. yeah, heat it to it burn my hand. Degree. Yeah, forget yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not I'm doing that. Do that. I want to look at my beautiful face. I don't want to burn my beautiful hands. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? Come on. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Wait. And uh, the next number here, this is 18 to 24 months. That's a range of 18 to Ooh, 24 okay. months. That's the approximate age when a human baby can recognize itself in a mirror. Wild. Wow. So they can see themselves earlier, but according to developmental psychologists and researchers, that's when babies start to say, oh, that's me. You know, not with those words probably, but but there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 37 and I'm still like, who am I? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, who is that? Who is that? What am is I that looking my at? Mother? I do like yeah. watching um, pets try and figure out if that's another dog or just the same, or, or you. <laughs> or just oh, yeah. the same dog, dog reflected. Is that the same dog I am. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. It's very fun. I don't have children or anything, but I guess I guess even younger babies kind of do some of that pet thing because <laughs> this National Geographic is a source for it. But they say that before eighteen months, a baby might smile at its reflection or like make sounds at its reflection, but we're pretty sure they usually don't know that that's them. And also, I guess there's a test that people do in studies to see whether a baby can recognize itself, which is they watch for it to like touch the top of its head or touch its nose or, or like touch something you can't just see from your eyeballs because it's not in your yes. field of vision as like a way to check. That makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting because like I imagine and that, that, that's like age range where a lot of kids aren't necessarily fully verbal, verbal. so yeah. you can't just ask them like you know that's you you know like you have to <laughs> approach it some other way and try to intuit it's like are they doing that because they know that's them or are they just right. babies and they're like i gotta do like, something just, i don't know yeah pointing and laughing and right yeah, being a baby <laughs> right they don't talk like I, I wish Stewie Griffin wasn't the first thing I think of but they don't talk like that they don't you do and me it. both brother yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it is interesting to think of like the concept of recognizing yourself and understanding what that means. It is a yeah. very sophisticated thought yeah. for a yeah. baby to have. Yes. Considering they're now they're I just... now I'm shocked at how young we are able to recognize ourselves. We're very smart. Good we for us. Smart. Yeah, we're doing great. It it is like yeah. it's pretty good for one and a half. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, uh, next number here is a, a very different number. It is 18 tons. Uh, so 18 tons is how much glass it takes to build one mirror for the giant Magellan telescope. Oh. So, oh, I forgot also that mirrors uh, do other things. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Science mirrors. Science mirrors. Space mirrors. I, I always forget that telescopes are not just some kind of magic magnification thing. It's a bunch of mirrors, it turns <laughs> yeah, out. I yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I forget. Mirrors have like other, that's how we yeah. like can see far away. <laughs> and this, uh, I, I hadn't really heard of this telescope before doing the research, but it's being built by like world astronomers on a mountaintop in Chile. And it's going to have 10 times the resolution of the Hubble Space Telescope when they finish it. Wow. But it's a set of, it's going to be seven mirrors. They make each one of them by melting 10,000 slabs of glass in a furnace that's over 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit, which is over 1,000 Celsius. (laughs) 
uh, and it takes one week to preheat the furnace. And then Whoa. when they finish, it's going to be these seven giant mirrors. Uh, they just finished mirror number six. Wow. So we're most of the way wow. uh, to this cool telescope. I see more space. I feel it's like it's exciting. Yeah. I feel like that reaction gift that people always use um, with uh, Monique, where she's like, I would like to see that. I would like to see yeah. that. I would like to see this <laughs> yes. telescope. I'd like to see how big it is. I want to see the telescope. I want to see the oven they make it in. I want to see the space. I want to see more space. What can I say? And then send Elon Musk there and he can stay there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll have popular science linked for there's a, a laboratory at the University of Arizona where they cast these mirrors and it takes enough energy to heat over a thousand homes just to run this furnace to make the mirror because that's that's what they're doing. That's how big it is. See, I'm like, is that worth it? <laughs> that seems like well i mean that's the eternal question with like space you know technology yes. it's like i guess the truth is we could be doing both you know it's, it's within our reach as humans yes. to do both we just don't but instead do we're both. choosing only space and nothing for humanity <laughs> i hope they see something good that could help they better you know when they see like a just a really well-heated home yeah like, and they're right. like oh great idea <laughs> Well, and, uh, and from here, those are the stats and numbers. We have three big takeaways for the episode, and, and I think we can get into them. Starting with takeaway number one. Most modern mirrors are either white or light green. Oh, okay. Like if you if you took a mirror and said, what color is this with like paint swatches or whatever, it's one of those colors. How do they know that? It's, you know, we say mirror. What are we talking? What about? are we talking about? The glass, what is the mirror? Or the thing behind the glass, or the frame, or the what are we talking about? It's like, is it sometimes how like when I turn like a piece of glass, like if you see it from the side, it looks like it's green. Is that green? It probably <laughs> okay. is. Yeah, it's and that's that's a perfect question about like, is it the glass or the backing or whatever? This is the white part is because of just how mirrors work and how our eyes work, and then the green part is because of uh, the backing on most modern mirrors. Okay. So we, when we say mirrors are white, <laughs> I know. This who is what I'm getting hung up And on. what are we perceiving? Because if I looked at a yes. mirror, I'd be like, oh, in my mind, it's, it's either silver or silver. Mirrors are like silver. that. Or it's not any, it's just the color of whatever's being reflected. So right. when you say it's white, what what is <laughs> yeah. measuring that? What is looking at a mirror and saying white? Does that make sense? <laughs> totally, yeah. Yeah, and this is. I, I did not study a ton of optics and physics in school, but I've, I've come to this later on, and it's all optics stuff. Okay. Uh, the white part is because of just like the basic way we see color, super short version, is that light is made up a lot of different wavelengths, and then those sort of line up to specific colors. And so when light touches an object, that object absorbs specific wavelengths and then reflects the rest of them. Like all objects do this. And so okay. whatever gets reflected back to us is what color something is. And so mirrors are kind of white because they're reflecting everything. Like when you see black, that's no color being reflected. When you see white, that's all of the colors being reflected. Okay. So all it's right. sort of a conceptual white. Like it's a special white in that way. Okay. I, I trust you. I believe you. I trust. Yeah, I believe I that. I choose to yeah. believe you. Yes. <laughs> I will accept that I accept as an it. answer. Yes. I accept it as an answer. <laughs> it, it, it's a thing that I always have a hard time wrapping my head around because I just think stuff is colors, right? Like it just, right. oh, it has Absolutely. pigment or whatever in it. So it's that right. color, but it's all how your eyes and brain are receiving light. 
That's crazy. Yeah. It's like, don't they have that? Uh, it's like some kind of shrimp that can see like colors beyond like 19 colors that we can't perceive. And it's yes. like, it's just because its eye is oh. able to take in different. Um, yes. I don't know what the word I've... for it. So, something along the light spectrum that our eyes cannot that perceive. That we don't capture. And I'm Which like, I'm I like, want to see that, even... that. I want to see it. <laughs> what do the colors look it. like? What are these other 19 colors? Well, yeah, what does that mean, wow. man? What does that mean? I'm like, what could there, what's more? I've seen all the colors. No, man, there's more. <laughs> there's more. Yeah. And that's and that's a shrimp? I've never heard of this. That's amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm literally doing shrimp that can see more <laughs> colors. Also, like, what a waste that it's like a shrimp, which like they just live underwater and there's just like less going on down there. But I guess maybe right. that's why they can see it is because it is right. so dark. They have to pick they have up more to variation. Up it's more called variation. a mantis shrimp. And they have 16 color receptors compared to humans' three color receptors. Um, wow. What's funny cool. is while they can see more colors, they're not good at distinguishing between the colors. But they can <laughs> detect another property of light invisible to humans, which is polarization. So oh. you do with that what you will. Well, that's something. I, lo- I love the idea of scientists saying they can see a lot more colors, but they're bad at it. Like they're bad right. at appreciating something. What they I'm get. like, man, I I feel for those mantis shrimp where they're like, listen, we're just doing the best we can. Yeah, just because I can do it doesn't mean I I'm good at it. Someone right. needs to help me. <laughs> they're like they're like a, a flustered person looking at interior decorating stuff. Like these swatches do not mean different things to me. I don't know uh, what to do. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, and this is a, to- a, a dumb anecdote, but I remember I was, we're, I was like, did student government in college and I, I had to help plan some sort of big dinner and I was with somebody and they're like, we'll do this and this and this. And then afterwards the, the pre- uh, president, vice president of the student government was like, Hallie, you did a bad job because you did not prevent this person from making all these terrible decisions that look horrible. And I was like, <laughs> first of all. I don't have good taste, so I didn't know. Second of all, I'm very sorry because it is bad. But it was just like someone who was so assertive that I was like, oh, I guess Uh, maybe I just don't understand what looks good. And then afterwards, I'm like, yeah, this looks really bad. But they they came with such confidence that I was convinced like, well, I guess that's what uh, what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Can I do you remember what was bad about it? What what went wrong? It was like this very they went with instead of like sort of like maybe a simple like a flower, you know, whatever centerpiece. It was like all this very kitschy like Christmas Santa stuff. <laughs> where I was like, "Okay, like a very like John Waters Christmas or something." But like not like yeah. in a fun like if John Waters did a Christmas party, I mean, my god, we'd all be That stunned. would be the best thing that would but ever happen. This happened. was like we yeah. were shopping at Menards and this person was just buying like all this like really like cheap cheesy stuff i don't know and afterwards i'm like yeah this does look like insane this looks like santa <laughs> threw up in here but uh i don't but again he was like we'll do this this i was like oh sure you know what do i know yeah i'm a doormat when it comes to like people who are confident and i'm like i don't know if i agree but you seem to know so okay <laughs> <laughs> If somebody comes at me with confidence, I'm like, you must be right, because oh I'm yeah, not. just having that faith in the confidence of others, like that's probably mm-hmm. a signal, right? Yeah, right. And it's only so later <laughs> where you're like, well, that confidence meant nothing. That wasn't that based had nothing on, to do with what we're doing. Based on nothing. Wow. Well, I mean, to have that kind of confidence, I wish you know. I, if only. If only. Well, uh, 
Also with, with mirrors being white, there's one other way they are white, which is that not only are they reflecting all of the light, but apparently there are a couple directions light can be reflected in. Mm, one of them sure. is diffuse reflection where it's get, it gets scattered in all directions. And that, that's what happens with like a white piece of paper, right? Like you don't see a reflection in it. It's just bouncing all the light, right. all the places. But if right. something does specular reflection, it reflects the light in one specific direction. And that's how you get a mirror. That's sort of the, okay. that's why oh. a white mirror shows you okay. you and a white piece of paper is just nothing. I had no idea. Okay. Turns out. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it and I still don't know if I know it. Yeah, I'm as dumb now as I was uh, minutes ago, but I oh. feel like at least I have the lang- the language to discuss it. Uh, yeah, I'm letting it wash over my brain. I'm hoping yes. some of it sticks. So, some of it should stick. <laughs> Just that <laughs> mirrors are white. I'm going to be like, did you guys know mirrors are white? Everybody's going to be like, stop talking. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think I could say mirrors are white and they'll say, well, what does that mean? And I'll say, um... I Summer gotta green. go, and then I'll just open the window and just, just walk out of the out. fire escape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the uh, the other thing about their colors, so the a lot of mirrors are a faint green color, and that's because of what most modern mirrors are made of. According to Gizmodo, most mirrors that you'd encounter on a day to day basis, like the one over your bathroom sink, are composed of a soda lime silica glass substrate. And a silver Ooh, okay. backing. All right. And you, I'm imagining yeah. Sprite for some reason. Soda lime. Soda lime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So mirrors are Sprite. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to obey your thirst when you look at a mirror. Yeah. yeah. Obey your thirst. Look at a mirror. It's like it's like green or white. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> um, and I just I just dropped a picture in the chat here because you at home don't need to know what a soda lime silica glass substrate is. The point is that what happens is if you build what's called a mirror tunnel, which is multiple mirrors reflecting back at each other. So you get that sort of illusion that it's an infinite series of mirrors. Oh, if you do that and you look into kind of the distance of the reflections, like the far away ones, they turn more and more green as you keep looking. Love it. And we'll have, we'll have some examples of that, like in the description of the show, because it's a really cool weird thing that you can see if there's like yeah. a mirrored hallway or dance studio or something yes yeah i feel like i've seen that but just never yeah. never occurred to me why it would be happening yeah i was always like oh it must be kind of green in here <laughs> it's you green know? in here it's green in here <laughs> <laughs> green in here today green <laughs> yesterday <laughs> It's like that that aesthetic from The Matrix. Like, oh, everything's a little yeah. bit oh, yeah. green. That's why I'm in a simulation. Yeah, everything looks like the net. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that's back. I feel like that that kind of that the like aesthetic is people are nostalgic for it. Yeah. No thanks. We had it the first time. Enjoyed it yeah. then. That's enough. That's enough for me. <laughs> and uh, and also this is this is a phenomenon people had like noticed, and then in 2004. Two professors, one is Javier Hernandez Andres of the University of Granada in Spain. The other is Raymond Lee Jr. of the U.S. Naval Academy. Uh, for some reason, the two of them teamed up on a study of mirrors to like check this. And they did find that mirrors reflect light a little bit more powerfully if the wavelength is in the range between 495 nanometers and 570 nanometers, which is what we perceive as green. So okay. there's also been oh. a scientific study to check this. And uh, All right. it's just like the way we make mirrors today is good at green. That's why they look a little green. Interesting. Thank you, science. 
Off of that, we are going to a short break, followed by a whole new takeaway. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! It's hard to explain what happens on Jordan Jesse Go. So, I had my kids do it. Saying swear words. Saying swear words. Yeah, um, bad jokes. Bad jokes? Bad jokes. Maybe it's like you tell people that you're going to interview them, and then you just stay there like, like really quiet. And try and creep them out. <laughs> it's just really boring. Because of Jordan, right? Not me. Because of both of you. Oh. Subscribe to Jordan Jesse Go, a comedy show for grown-ups. But then from here, I think we can go into takeaway two for the main show. Takeaway number two. The first modern mirrors were luxury items that revolutionized philosophy. Okay. Ooh, so this okay. is this is about the point in history when we get like awesome mirrors, like when we're past just polishing up metal the best we can. Wait, so what time period would that be happening? Yeah. So there's a couple sources for this chunk. One of them is Smithsonian. Another is Longreads. And then also a piece in Lapham's Quarterly by historian Ian Mortimer. But especially according to Smithsonian, they say that there's a specific year. It turns out that in 1507 A.D., Mm. Uh, mirror makers in Venice figured out a revolutionary new way to flatten out glass and also used tin and mercury to make startlingly clear mirrors. Uh, they also have mercury in them, so they're not good for you. But uh, no. but they figured out like a good way to do it that had never been done before. So it, so what effect did this have on the philosophy then? If these are yeah. suddenly now wi- more widely available? Yeah, and it uh, it this is all kind of a big theory, but I just really like it. And it's, it's uh, this is historian Ian Mortimer, who is a fellow of the Royal Historical Society in the UK. But he says that these first really good glass mirrors mark a crucial shift because they allowed people to see themselves properly for the first time with all their unique expressions and characteristics. He says that those like polished metal mirrors only reflected about 20% of light. And then suddenly, like starting in one point in the 1500s, Europeans were seeing themselves basically as well as we see ourselves. And the theory is that this helps like invent individuality. Like yeah. it really helped push the idea of you're not just one of many people in a household or a community or a religion. You're you're a specific person who looks a specific way. Well, you know, the thing I like about philosophy is you don't have to prove that it's real. You know, you yeah. just throw it out there and have people like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like it sort of downplays the fact that, like, we've always been able to see ourselves in water or other liquids. But I guess to your point, that's not like, that's like if you're doing something, you'd see yourself. Versus a mirror, you could always just, like, 
take time and look at yourself. Yeah, do different things in front of it, different faces. It, I have. I feel like there's a sort of like right now, like this idea of like, oh, uh, body positivity or, or sort of trying to distress people's physical appearance. But I feel like um, the Internet just does the exact opposite. So it's sort of like it reinforces these very stringent physical standards. At least I mm-hmm. feel that way as a woman. And I feel yeah. like if you're a young person, it's probably doubly true. So it's almost like totally. if you if you suddenly have access to a mirror, are you also like more critical of yourself and both of your parents or in just in general than you would have been if you didn't necessarily think about your appearance that frequently. Right. right. If you couldn't scrutinize it by like yeah. constantly looking at it. Yeah. That, that's gotta, yeah. that's yeah. probably true. I don't have any answers to that, but no. yeah. yeah. Solve it, Hallie. Fix it. <laughs> I, 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 well, the thing I said is true and, and right. So, okay. Well that you, you are a philosopher. That's so. philosopher. Yes. Um. It's, it's almost like your phone's a black mirror. Oh, wow. Like that show. They should make a show. They should um, make a show. <laughs> yeah. Love to stop having we a phone. We should smash our phones. <laughs> Throw them into a river. Smash all these mirrors. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I meant all that. I think especially you can see yourself in a pond for all of history. But, you know, the water's moving. You don't own the pond. And it's it's just a well, very you can't different stand experience. There for, yeah, you're not going to be there all day. I guess that's what narcissus is about. The idea of, like, people right. who, you know, and there is such, like, all these, like, historical and, like, I don't know, like, these rules against, like, vanity or whatever. It's uh, nowadays just seems so quaint. I don't know. I'm like, man, there's a lot of other problems. Like, I yeah. understand. It's like, yeah, you don't want to be have people be fixated on their appearance, but if that's what they, if that's the worst thing they're doing, there's a lot of other stuff going on yeah. that seems other, way worse. Other things are super way more harmful. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I don't know that I've ever seen my reflection in water. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and, and Allison, why do you think? What do you think that means? <laughs> I don't mean like a swimming pool. I mean like a like pond am I a or a ghost? lake or something. Like how a vampire, a vampire? can Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> so you're asserting that because you haven't seen it, you're concerned you might not have. <laughs> Do I have a reflection when it comes to water? No, I think I've just like actually, despite the fact that I love water and spend lots of time in and around it, ponds and lakes are like low level, like not. Yeah, you're not in those every day. <laughs> or ever. I would say maybe ever. Yeah, um, right swimming pools the ocean rivers that are moving water like you don't really see your reflection in but like a a, a flat quiet pool of water that's a pond i don't know that i've experienced that i guess now yeah. in, in, in our busy modern life you know when's the last time <laughs> anyone's got to stare at a reflection in a pond you know for I mean, hours on end that is something that capitalism has taken away from us so. Yeah, you know, um, my boyfriend has a toddler, and uh, all as all toddlers must do, he was obsessed with Pippa, Pippa Pig, Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig, yeah. And Peppa, because she's British, it has a British accent, which so all kids his age speak with a little bit of a British accent, which is very cute. But they, um, her, one of her big things is wanting to splash in muddy muddy puddles. And you putting on your rain boots and splashing in puddles. So I feel like because of that, I've just seen a bit aware of a lot more puddles. You're looking down into the puddle. They can see themselves. And good, maybe that's also like a developmental thing. It's like, you know, because he's like three. Yeah. Seeing yourself in a puddle. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like, I, but I see your point where it's just like, you're not hanging out by a, a, a reservoir a lot. That's just not your vibe. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just not. It's not part of my life. It's not part of my routine. But also, we don't have to. We live in an age where right, you we would have never mirrors. have to we can seek buy that mirrors. out. Versus, right. it, yeah, if we were, if it was, you know, 
the you know middle ages my god yeah. people if there's a puddle everyone runs over and looks themselves <laughs> everyone running down the street trying to look at the puddle yeah everybody get to the puddle get in line look at the puddle that's probably really true with the middle ages because these sources say that like before this this invention of modern mirrors like mirrors in the middle ages were they were pieces of blown glass they were really small they were usually convex, like bulging outward, sort of dome-shaped, not concave or, or mm-hmm. flat. So it was incredibly hard to see yourself in what passed for a mirror then. Like It, it must have been thrilling yeah. to have like, oh, that's a still pond a that doesn't have too much poop in it. Let's go look at ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> there's not, there's not, the, the pond isn't full of horse <laughs> yet. Come run, run, run down here. <laughs> it's interesting. It's like, were you more reliant than in, then uh, I get it, this is totally speculative, but it's like, were you more reliant on other people's reaction to your appearance if you didn't know what it was? You know, like if yeah. ever, because I mean, I'm sure back then there were like a couple hot people in the village and everyone's like, oh, well, yeah. they're like the good looking people. Yeah. You know, it's almost like that's how you would know, like, oh, I must be hot. Like everyone's acting like I'm hot, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It, I guess you would have to have like a best friend who like just told you exactly what you looked like. But was yeah, were people you doing know? that in the middle age? Like, were people like you know, uh, brutal honesty is the way. I, yeah. I think they were more like if they were like you could a use a nose job. in the village or whatever. Right. You know, we got. I, I think I have leprosy. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and also like there were just less people, so there were less references for like, oh, you look like, you know, more a tyranny. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> you look like Nicole Kidman right now. You look amazing. Right. Who's that? She's not going to be alive for another thousand years, but. Yeah, you have like a couple yeah. saints and no one agrees what they look like. And then that's it. And, and Jesus. all those stories are just right. like get, cutting <laughs> off your boobs, being burned alive, yeah. you know, horrible shit. You're like, well, that's cool. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess like the like the idea of church, too, and I being Catholic is sort of like the church is a place where you would see beauty or like yeah. there'd be wealth around you. And it's like, I guess, like the mirror as a symbol of wealth as mm-hmm. well. Because like, I'm sure not everyone ha- was getting a mirror, you know, for a long time. It's like, oh, well, the rich can see themselves. No, mirrors were like early iPhones, you know? Yeah. Right. Did you see yeah. that she's a mirror? <laughs> They're like, so So I've got some stuff here. Mirrors were like, it, it, it's like if your iPhone was worth more than your house. That's what mirrors cost when they were first Whoa. really great. That's uh, crazy. This is yeah, but you haven't seen my house. So. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> it's made of iPhones. No, uh, <laughs> the because uh, the first uh, this was Venice where they did this 1507 leap in mirror making, and so it was new technology. It was sort of a trade secret in Venice, and also they were made with toxic chemicals, so a lot of the guys would die, and so then that's oh, right. a production oh. expense. But lo- long story short, according to Long Reads. The best Venetian mirrors early on had a price tag of 8,000 pounds. Wow. And for comparison at the time, a painting by the Renaissance master Raphael cost about 3,000 pounds. Yeah, I would just have somebody paint a picture of me every day. <laughs> that makes more economic sense. Yeah, a couple paintings. A couple paintings? Yeah, yeah do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and these, these mirrors, they were so expensive. It was the kind of thing where royalty at the time would brag about owning more than one and there's also a letter people have found that was written by a european countess in the 1600s and she said quote i had some wretched land which brought me nothing but wheat so i sold it and bought this fine mirror end quote like it was worth property wow selling land to buy a mirror 
Also, you it's think wild... wheat? That's a great thing to people always eat yeah. wheat. Yeah, yeah we're making bread back then. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what she wanted instead, but wheat. Yeah. She was. Well, she like... wanted a mirror. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a, that's a rich person's letter for sure. <laughs> like this has no rubies in it. It just has crops. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> yes. get rid of it. <laughs> wild. And then the the last steps of like uh, European mirror development is that basically throughout the 1500s and mid 1600s, the Venetians hold on to this secret, and then the technique spreads because the French send a bunch of spies. Oh, and okay. after a lot of espionage and counter espionage, the French get a hold of it. They figure it out too. They build the Hall of Mirrors at Versailles in 1684. Uh, and then from there, right. modern mirror making kind of spreads because now it's not just one secret, one place. Yeah, I, I do like once they got the technology, they just build a big f- you, just yeah. like entirely of mirrors. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. When the it's it's almost hard to get in the heads of these people as like the best new mirrors came along, but the theory goes that they just started seeing themselves as individuals more clearly. Like uh, this historian Ian Mortimer says that. In the 1500s, as mirrors spread, you start seeing a lot more personal journaling and diary keeping, a lot more people like tracking their birthdays and their horoscopes closely, also a lot more private rooms and homes. Mm. And then also artists get way into self-portraits at this time. Like the artist painting themselves mm. becomes a thing, even though that uh, probably would have been like kind of rude before. Like, you're not a, a king. Why are you painting yourself? Yeah, that's an interesting uh, point. So it's, it's hard to nail it down, but it's a, a mental change that is like... Just very different than how we think. I believe it. Yes. Yeah. I buy it. Yep. It tracks. Thank you. Well, I would say thank you, mirrors. But I guess there's a trade-off to everything. Right. (laughs) And then we have one more takeaway for the main show. Let's get into it. Takeaway number three. Mirrors have incredible psychological powers if we use them that way. Yeah. It's kind of two different tricks you can play on your own mind with a mirror. One of them is the Bloody Mary type incantation chanting oh, yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it. the other is some medical technology uh, for people with phantom limb. So we got a couple of things. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I feel like the Bloody Mary thing is 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 great because it really speaks to the power of superstition in people's minds. Where it's like, I don't believe in Bloody Mary, but I, you know, I'm just going to err on the side of caution and, and yeah. not, not try to evoke her spirit no need to, tempt to possess me. Fate. No, I'm good. But um, yeah, yeah I, th- I always think of um, Temple Grandin, one of her books. I want to say it's like Animals in Translation. And she talks about how like pigs are very intelligent and they're very superstitious. And they, I guess they've done studies. Aww. And her example was like, if a pig uh, put it, they put these pigs in these like different um, corrals. And then if it got close enough to a sensor, a treat would come out. Um, so it didn't have to do anything, but whatever the pig was doing when it made the treat come out, it would then do every time. So if it was turning mm. in a circle and the treat came out, oh. then the pig was like, ah, I must turn in a circle. If it was hitting the wall or whatever, it's like, oh, it's the wall. And it, it speaks to like that part of ourselves where it's like, I don't really know, but I'm just going to do this. And then it gives me a sense of control. And I yes. thought that was an interesting that like the animals are doing that. They're like, well, you know, it worked last time. So I'm just going to do that because right. I'm able to put together a pattern yes. and, and sort of uh, think about it. And I guess with bloody Mary, it's like, listen, I don't think a ghost will show up and kill me. Right. But I, you know, I haven't done it before and yet I've yet to have a, a ghost show up and kill me. And so I'm going to stick to the pattern exactly. that I've developed for myself. 
And I had heard of Fa- Phantom Limb, um, but uh, so I'm imagining they they use the mirror to sort of train your mind to essentially retrain your mind to remember you don't have the limb there anymore because you can see it is that the idea yeah is that what it yeah, is yeah let's um i'll do and bloody mary i want to just zip through real fast partly because one source is a great podcast called super duperstitious by jake withy and wyatt shell i don't want to step on them too much but that and mental floss and scientific americans say that there's just a couple psychological reasons we have that experience when we say bloody mary into a mirror And one is something called the Troxler effect, which is a phenomenon where if you stare at the same object for a prolonged period of time, your brain adapts or gets used to the unchanging stimuli and then starts to cancel information out, which makes the image appear blurry or faded or distorted. It's almost like your, your mind gets bored and just starts to either not see it anymore or change it. Uh, and so that's one of the main reasons if you stare at a mirror for like a long time chanting stuff, eventually you see stuff. Yeah, I feel like that's why we like every culture has like the idea of like uh, fairies or like little people or like other creatures. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time just hanging out and just I feel like your brain's like, is that a guy? I think I saw it's I don't know. <laughs> I think, is that a guy? Hey, I think I saw a little guy. Oh, cool. There's like saw, a guy here. You know, like I, I think we had a lot of time on our hand from the normal person. Maybe some people yes. were really busy, but. You know, you spend a lot of time by yourself, you know, just a lot of stimulus and your brain's like, what if? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Trolls or let's whatever. Give it, let's what give us something to do. Sasquatch. Yeah. What if Sasquatch? What if? <laughs> what if Sasquatch? What if? <laughs> yeah. Because the, the other big reason is uh, is almost what if that was a guy? It's it's that we, the super short version is we're just predisposed to see faces and stuff. You know, right, like, like yeah. there will be that picture on Reddit where, hey, this outlet looks like a face. Ha ha ha. That's kind of us with everything. Yes. And so as an yeah. image changes in front of us, we're like, is that a an old spooky woman or or me or I don't know. It could be anything. Right, yeah. Is that a ghost coming yeah. to possess me? Is it a rabbit or a duck? Depends yeah. on how you look at it. <laughs> is that an old lady or a beautiful young lady? Well, <laughs> good or bad. Yes, yeah, all options. <laughs> I wish Bloody Mary was just famous optical illusions appear in your mirror. That's really fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be it's great. It's a base. Oh, wait, no. No, it's two men kissing. <laughs> isn't, that what the, uh, isn't that what the inverse? Or two people kissing? No, no, I like yours. I <laughs> yeah. wish I saw that in my mirror. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you guys. <laughs> just look at your mirror. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, the, and then the phantom limb part of this. The main source is an amazing New Yorker article called The Itch by Atul Gawande, which is mostly about people with incredibly chronic itchiness problems. It's a whole psychological issue. Oh, my God. Issue. Oh, I think I've read that one. It's it's really tough. It's harrowing, oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's awful. Yeah. A thing that pops up in it is that that's one one condition that they've looked at for what's called mirror therapy. And it's it's kind of what you were describing before. It's It's using a mirror to help people handle the psychological situation in a phantom limb situation where a limb is missing. According to the Gawandi, the theory goes like this, quote, when your arm is amputated, there are no nerve transmissions anymore to your brain. And the brain's best guess seems to be that the arm is still there, but it's paralyzed or it's clenched or it's beginning to cramp up, end quote. And then from there, your brain says, if my arm is paralyzed or clenched or cramping, that should hurt. That's that's the thing that I signal this mm-hmm. with. And mm-hmm. so the mirror treatment is you just set up a mirror 
So if you have somebody who's missing one arm or one leg, you just set up the mirror so it reflects that remaining limb a second time. And then our brain has to incorporate the new information of seeing two limbs. And that is surprisingly helpful oh, okay. for oh. this, this pain of a phantom limb. Okay. Interesting. Like, you know, you're lying to yourself, but your brain goes with it. You know? Okay. But you can trick yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. It's like you could think that you could relax your hand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, fascinating. That I wonder. Yeah. I wonder how they did or who had the idea to try that. Yeah. Because I feel like that's like a, well, might as well. You got a mirror. Yeah. So it's Why like a low see if, stakes See if we experiment. can trick you. Yeah. As opposed to probably like medical intervention. Yeah, especially apparently a lot of yeah. other treatments for this kind of phantom limb thing or other issues or stuff like surgery. And so if you can just set up a mirror. Yeah, yeah it's like nerves. Amazing. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's wonderful. It's like a very elegant, less invasive. Yeah. Yeah. I like when there's a simple solution to things and not a terrible procedure. <laughs> Okay, for this one, I'll say thank you, mirrors. I feel I feel good about yes. that. Yeah. yeah, for this, thank you, mirrors. <laughs> and uh, and also, Gawandi's article says that this this idea is mostly credited to V. S. Ramachandran, who's a neuroscientist at UC San Diego. So that's that's one of the first people to figure this out. There's actually like a person we can thank along with uh, the concept. Oh, great! Yeah, shout out. I love that. And they, they've continued to use this with people with phantom limb. There was a 2018 review of the literature on it found that mirror therapy has been an effective treatment for phantom limb pain. In one study, they tried it on 22 patients, and all 22 of them saw positive results from trying wow. this mirror therapy. Oh, wow. It, it seems to really work as a thing. That's great. Good for mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Coming That's through nice the pitch. That's nice that they're do- doing something good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then and then like the further cutting edges, they're starting to test it on other issues. The article says that in Bath, England, several patients were suffering from what's called complex regional pain syndrome, which is severe disabling limb sensations of unknown cause. And they generally found that mirror therapy was helpful for that. Uh, also, mirror therapy helped stroke patients recover from what's called hemineglect which produces sort of the opposite of a phantom limb. Like you have a body part, but you don't know that it's part of your body anymore. That's how your your mind is processing that. Oh. So there might be a whole range of conditions that are what's called sensor syndromes, where you there isn't something wrong with your body, just there's like a sensor going off in your brain saying there is. Okay. Uh, so it's cool that, that just reflections can trick it. Yeah. It almost feels like, um, you know, it's like returning to some sort of medieval science. Where it's like, I'm yeah. just going to use a mirror and it'll fix this. And it's like, well, but it actually works. Yes. Which is really, I don't know, it's very satisfying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there was a whole era of medicine when it was like, oh, you have a problem? What's in my garage? What's in my house? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on to this piece of wood. I've got like, some oils. What? Just drink these oils. Yeah, Carry this piece oils. of wood around. <laughs> yeah. And now that's Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, don't let her know all the stuff about mirrors, man. She's yeah, don't tell mirror. her about mirrors. She's going to be selling a, a mirror worth 8,000 pounds. That's for no sure. No question. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I will, we'll take this down as soon as it's up. Everyone listen to it, and then we're taking it down. Like, she can't see it. And don't Thank tell you. Gwyneth Paltrow. Do not tell her. Right. Do not. Don't tell her I'm about gonna, mirrors. I'm going to mail this in unmarked brown packages to the listeners, right? She can't know. Yeah. Yeah, can't can know. you mail sound? 
I, I, yeah. I always forget. <laughs> I think you can. You just I think print you out to, the transcript. I think you have to pay extra for shipping, but yeah, you can mail, mail sound. Stamps.com will help you mail your podcast <laughs> to your listeners today. <laughs> That's the main episode for this week. My thanks to Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby for handling the spooky topic of the reflective surfaces around us. Anyway, I said that's the main episode because there is more secretly incredibly fascinating stuff available to you right now. If you support this show on Patreon.com. Patrons get a bonus show every week where we explore one obviously incredibly fascinating story related to the main episode. This week's bonus show is two stories. I could not choose between these. We're talking about animals who can see themselves in mirrors and people who've used mirrors to illuminate the earth. Visit sifpod.fun for that bonus show, for a library of more than three dozen other bonus shows, and to back this entire podcast operation. And thank you for exploring mirrors with us. Here's one more run through the big takeaways. Takeaway number one, most modern mirrors are either white or light green. Takeaway number two, the first modern mirrors were luxury items that revolutionized European philosophy. And takeaway number three, mirrors have incredible psychological powers if we let them. Those are the takeaways. Also, please follow my guests. They're great. Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby co-host Ruined. Ruined is a podcast from Radio Point. You can just search that name, Ruined. You will experience horror movies the very funny, very not scary way. And I think if you love horror movies, it's like also fun because it's two incredibly funny friends getting into the bones of a horror movie and, and how it works. I, I use bones for a lot of stuff, but I guess that's extra spooky in this context, isn't it? Anyway, Ruined is the podcast hosted by Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby. Many research sources this week. Here are some key ones. A great article in Gizmodo. It's called What Color is a Mirror? And that's by Robbie Gonzalez. Another great article from Long Reads, it's called The Ugly History of Beautiful Things, that is by Katie Kelleher. And then a big long piece from Lapham's Quarterly, the piece is called The Mirror Effect, and that's by historian Ian Mortimer, who is a fellow of the Royal Historical Society in the UK. Find those and many more sources in this episode's links at sifpod.fun. And beyond all that, our theme music is Unbroken, Unshaven by The Budos Band. Our show logo is by artist Burton Durand. Special thanks to Chris Souza for audio mastering on this episode. Extra, extra special thanks go to our patrons. I hope you love the, the kind of double bonus show in this week's bonus show. And thank you to all our listeners. I am thrilled to say we will be back next week with more Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. So how about that? Talk to you then.